Hello and welcome to Behind the Lashes with me, Joanna Lee. In this series, I'm going to be speaking to lash artists from around the globe. I want to know what makes them tick and also how they're surviving C19. Well, my next victim is in Essex this morning, or this afternoon, I should say. It's Nikki Atkins of Essex Lash. Nikki, hello. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I am, I don't really know, actually, <laughs> how I am. I'm okay, yeah. I think. You? Uh, the same, really. Yeah, I don't really know. It's just so up and down, up and down. Yesterday was absolutely awful. Such an awful day for me. Um, mm. I know like a few of us was on the group chat and I mm. think the other thing. But uh, today I do feel a lot better, but still obviously you wake up and you're a bit like, oh. I just think that, you know, as a group of girls we get a bit fed up of being fed up. So we just sort of get ourselves together and put on our big girl pants and sort of get it together for a bit. And then we might take another tumble. It's, it is yeah. a bit of a, the person that said this Corona coaster was bang yeah. on. It is. But do you feel like we are being unjustly, unfairly treated? 100%. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, the weekend, I was in um, a few pubs, and um, I'm not joking, it was disgusting in there. It was, you know, mm. they was cleaning it, but to me, it looked dirty and dingy, and every time I went to walk out the door, I kept saying to one of my friends, I was like, see, my doors don't look like this, my doors are spotless, like. My salon, well, as I can speak for all of us, our salons are so hygienic, it is untrue. We are so hygienic, you know. I was sitting in a pub, there's loads of guys that have just come in from work, dirty hands, this, that, the other, and um, it made me so angry, so, so angry, because we are so clean. And our, our salons are so well, like, sanitized so yeah just fuming about it it doesn't seem fair and that is what everyone is saying and I'm sort of boring myself now but it is oh, the inconsistency okay. it's kind of I do get it if if it is transmitted via this danger zone we are very close to our clients for a long time okay so we might be wearing an FFP3 mask and a shield and they will be wearing a mask too but still we are close. And so maybe there is some rationale for a bit of caution, but don't keep the pubs open. Yeah. It's so obvious why the R rate is going up. Yeah, exactly. And also as well, you know, we can wear a mask, our clients can wear a mask, we can also wear a visor. But what about the guys going to get their beards trimmed? Now, they're face on, we're from behind, but they're face on. And the guy that's actually having his beard trimmed can't wear a mask. So how does that, how is that 
like any apparently they're supposed to trim it from the side but they can't really can they bits of it they can't but i suppose that is a fleeting sweep past the front they're not over them in that in that way for two plus hours for those initial full steps which we will have to do so but the thing that's frustrating is so in Norway, they let the beauticians out first. So Vilja Birkelund, for instance, was is a lash artist and she was out first. And the R rate didn't climb massively because the lash artists were back to work. You know, I wish that we had been given a chance. They should have tested out how much of an issue we were and I think that that's what we need to campaign for next time if there is a further lockdown of places we should be allowed out first to at least be given a chance I just feel like we have been totally written off overlooked and stuffed in the side stuffed in the corner 100% 100% that's what I said this morning uh, yesterday morning I said I feel like I've woken up and we've just been kicked to the curb again you know, it's like, how many blows can you actually take with it? How many times can we keep on getting a date, rebooking clients in, cancelling them all again, and then doing it over and over and over again? I'm just so bored of the whole, I'm, I'm so fed up with the whole roller coaster of it. You know, just being kicked down, kicked down one after another. There's only so many times you can get back up, isn't there? And Nikki, I felt for you because you've got that, beautiful salon you had a big relaunch planned Essex Lash was going to be back bigger and better than ever what had you done were you opening on the Saturday on the first yeah yeah so I've been kind of refurbing it through lockdown um just wanted a total change because now I've taken it on by mm. myself as well and um I was there all last week till 10 o'clock at night. I even had the boy, my little two boys in there painting with me. And, um, you know, like really going for it. Anyway, I had a big balloon arch made that I'd paid for. I had cupcakes. I had a Prosecco wall. I bought all Prosecco. I had a flower wall. You name it, I had it ready for the big opening day. Mm-hmm. I'd bought all my clients' presents, I mean, which I can still give to them. I bought all my girls' presents. Um, and, yeah. And then, obviously, the, my, my sister actually got up at 7 o'clock in the morning. She had such a busy day. She's a florist. She had such a busy day. And I said to her, I really want a blue arch for the opening. She went, I've got no time to do it. I'll have to get up at seven o'clock in the morning to do it. I said, if that's all right with you, then brilliant. I'll have it. So she did. She got up at seven o'clock in the morning to do it. And then obviously it was just one big waste. All my blooms were just sitting in the shop. Did you not get a great big pin and go and stab them all? Oh, uh, do you know what? When I got the news on, what was it? It was about 12 o'clock on Friday, wasn't it? I got it later than that. A client messaged me a bit later than that. Yeah. Oh, I think it was about 12 because the boy's dad had the day off as well. So he could pick them up, take them away for the weekend. So he was out of my, they was all out of my hair mm. and I could press on and get the shop open. So he lost a day's money too. Oh. So um, I was sitting there, 12 o'clock. I was just about to go out to the shop to take some more bits down there. And uh, the group chat starts going off and I thought, 
this has got to be a total wind up. I sat there for about two hours in shock. Yeah. I think I've smoked about 10 cigarettes in that time as well. And do you actually smoke? (laughs) (laughs) But not as bad as As how I've been through this lockdown. Yeah, I never used to smoke this much before. Oh, gosh. So, So did the tears start to flow after the shock wore off? You know what? They didn't until yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I because I didn't have no my boys. Oh. They went and Jay went for the weekend. I thought, well, what the hell do I do now? So I went to the pub. Yeah, I went to the pub, and I think I was extremely tipsy by about five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a similar state. I think, yeah, I think we yeah, were tipsy. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm pissed now. I've had it, I'm yeah. pissed now. Yeah, I went, I'm really drunk. She was like, so am I. I thought, oh, that makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, because obviously I didn't have any boys the weekend, and then I went and done the same thing on Saturday and the same thing on Sunday. And then yesterday was a big... Come down. ...in my face, yeah. I think I cried. Three-day hangover day. and misery. So yeah, that was that oh, was how happened after. So just so sad. What the hell? I mean, we had. I was like, brilliant. We've got this lovely two weeks to prepare. I was so ready. I mean, on the upside, if they ever do open us, I am so so ready. You know, I know. I've, I've never felt so in control about yeah. anything. But it's just like. It is a bit of a piss take now. I mean, why, why are we being told we can't go back to work? We're not affecting the R rate. If they need to bring the R rate down, go and do something else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just makes me so angry. I, I was just so angry all all weekend, all day yesterday. Um, and do you know what was really getting to me even more is that everyone kept saying, don't worry, it won't be too much longer. It will be okay. Oh, oh my God, please stop saying that to me because you really don't, we don't know. And each time we get knocked down again and again and again, I just keep, I sat there all weekend and I thought to myself, are we ever going to be allowed to open? Am I even going to have a business to go to, back to at this rate now, shut still five months later? I, am I going to have a business to go back to? I just oh. don't know. And that was why I was so upset. I think everyone is having that same thought at the moment because next comes autumn. Next September, we're in, in, into autumn. Yeah. People are back to school. That is always when the normal colds and flus start to happen. How the hell, how the hell are we going to go back? Yeah, and this is what is like going through my mind now. And they go, "Oh, don't worry, only another two weeks." But is it going to be another two weeks? I'm really not sure no more. Well, I'm definitely not booking anyone in until until we are open. I, you know, I was opening on the first, thinking, "Yeah, great," but yeah, next time I will not open on the day that they say we're opening because. Until we're open, I won't believe it. Yeah, 
that's what I was thinking this morning. I'm just never going to believe it until I'm actually stepping foot in that salon, ready for the day, like my first clients to walk through that door. I'm not going to believe it until then. You know, the day before, it's just so unfair. And you're not going to be compensated for the money that you spent on the balloons, the flowers, no. the balloons that are shriveled and withered, the flowers that are dead and gone. You yeah. know, the Prosecco, okay, you can keep, the gifts you can keep. But, you know, it's not just about the money anyway, is it? It's about your, no. it's about your little heart that is breaking. Oh, 100%. And that's what um like I was with my my dad all weekend and uh he was talking to like his family about it and his brother was saying you know um well you know it's not about them it's like not the money blah 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 and my dad said no this is my little girl's mental health that mm -hmm. I'm worrying about here Ham she doesn't like obviously it's nice to have the money but for me, Essex Lash mm -hmm. is my baby and mm -hmm. it keeps me going and it just is everything to me. And that shop keeps my mental health on such a mm -hmm. good level. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it's not it's not about the money. It's about what that shop means to me. And that shop has saved me like really saved me from you know from my mum passing away like 17 years ago I was like a a, a whirlwind of a, I was an absolute lunatic yeah like flying off the handle and everything and when I built Essex Lash I just had that something to focus on and that something to focus on kept my mind really stable and to not have that the last five months, you know, I'm like, I just, I don't know what to do with myself all the time. I'm up, down, up, down. And uh, my dad said, I'll get my little girl back to work before she turns into an alcoholic or she turns into, you know, she's going to be even more depressed than what she does get. Mm. Um, You're so, making yeah. me feel quite emotional listening to you, Nikki. It's, yeah. it's, it's rough. You've been through so much. and. You've put so much into it. I mean, it's almost like this is your your third your third child, and it's I say it all the time, don't I? I'm all I'm always saying it. I'm like, this is like my third baby. You know, Essex Lash. No one understands how much that shop means to me. Like, you girls, obviously, you know how much your own businesses mean to you, and you get it. But other people just don't get it, and they just don't get what that shop does and means to me is literally my everything i would say all i need in life is my two boys and my shop it's just i'm just totally in love with it i know it sounds silly but it just means everything to me and to not have it is my heart is breaking every single day mm. so get me back get us oh, back how i mean obviously you're having to pay pay for the shop you got the grant I'm presuming but how long when will you be in real trouble uh, if they if they don't let us go back in August I feel like I'm going to be in real trouble after that real real trouble yeah 
I don't know what I'll do. I'm, I'm just praying that it's August sometime this month. Yeah. Otherwise, I just don't know what's going to happen. Oh, it's the uncertainty. It's living with this sense of not having a future. Still yeah. an empty diary. I mean, my diary's still full because I didn't have the energy to take anyone out of my diary. And I said to all of my clients, sorry, girls, you're going to get reminders to come for your appointments. Please ignore them. I literally haven't got the strength to take you all out of my diary. And I want to be able to just move them all up as and when in the same pattern. But it takes hours to put them all in again. We've done it three times now. Yeah. Luckily, I've got... Uh one of my girls from the shop, well, two of them actually, I absolutely love them to bits. Obviously, I can't pay them at the minute, but they are still doing the phone for me. Wow. Oh, they are so good. Um, I did, the girl, the, one of my girls that does actually run my phone for me, I had her back to work last Wednesday, so I thought, well, that's, that's fine. I'm going back to work on Saturday, so I know I'm going to be earning some money. So have the phone from Wednesday and then I knew that I was going to be able to pay her okay. So obviously she had the phone from Wednesday, I had to pay her from then and um, yeah, got that obviously news on Friday. And then I've had to say, to, she was so excited about coming back to work and I said, I'm so sorry, I'm going to have to take the phone back. And now it's gone back to one of my other girls that is actually doing it for me. She's like the manager of my salon, actually doing it for me for just because she loves me and loves this exact. And some people have taken their their girls off furlough. Yeah, oh, I know. What we happened talk- then? I, I know. And you put them back on furlough? I mean... Oh, they, they must be able to go back on it. There's got to be something. There's got to be. Because I know that Katie Godfrey's girls, lots of hers, I think, are on furlough. I'm sure she's got... Um, employed girls so sh- she probably did the same because Dion's struggling with one of hers I mean people yeah. have got a raft of different problems and situations I mean everyone's situation is bad frankly people are cracking up now yeah oh 100% and I think that's why my dad's getting so worried like the weekend because he knows how I go mm. he knows my moods and he knows how much I can take until I literally crack up. But I mean, obviously, when you have had your mental health blips before, you you have been kind of on your own in what in in that situation. You'd lost your mum, and you were on that downward spiral for all of those years. Do you think it helps having this kind of lash community in this situation together? Do you think? that is supportive to your mental health. Does it feel kind of better? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, one million percent, yeah. I feel like it's such a great bunch of girls and we all stick together and we all get each other through it. And yes, it's just brilliant. Uh, I just, I definitely, uh, the only thing that's keeping my mind quite, well, sort of stable, I'd say. Mm. Uh, is just knowing that we're all in the same boat and we're all here for each other. Um, so that means so much to me. Yeah, it means a lot. It is kind of it is kind of the thing. I mean, all the way through this whole pitiful coronavirus, 
it has been like a sort of a seesaw. One day one's down, then the girls that are having good days pick the bad ones up and then yeah. then they might slump the next day and then, you know, one of us says, yeah. come on, you can do this. And it yeah. is very nurturing. And uh, thank God. I've never, not, like, cause I try and explain to people, because, you know, you get these industries that are so bitchy and really not nice and this one's always competing against that one mm. and none of us are like that at all none of us you know if I see one of the girls doing well and you know really really smashing it I'm so envied by them. I'm like oh, well done that is just fantastic what you've done there you've worked so hard blah 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 I'm like it with everyone and that is what I absolutely love um yeah, the thought of it being in, you know, having competition and thinking, oh, I want to do better, blah, blah, blah. It's just not nice. You've got the same washing machine as me. <laughs> it, sings it? To you, it sings to you the same tune that I get. It sounds so pleased with itself when it's finished, oh, doesn't it? Sorry, Nikki, right. I completely changed the subject there, but I can hear it. Happy as anything telling you it's finished. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like that noise much, though. Oh, oh, only because you've got to take it out and deal with okay. it <laughs> oh. oh well thank goodness for all the girls in in the lash oh. industry then and it is hard to explain it to outsiders what it's like but I, I don't think you know anyone really understands what we're going through and they're just like oh well, it's just another two weeks you've waited this long you know oh, uh, it's not about that it's just it's about how many blows you can keep taking with and the heartbreak of it all um just waiting and waiting what do you and, and it's kind of feeling totally powerless and useless in a way I feel like we should be you know arming ourselves and I don't know doing something proactive and I know Dion's feeling frustrated and has talked about maybe getting a protest together I spoke to Amy Dormit yesterday and she was like mm, trouble is with the protesters you know you don't know who's coming and it could turn nasty and then we all get a bad name for being troublemakers and what do you think about about protesting have you done anything have you written to your MP have you do you feel able to motivate yourself to do something like that um I've signed all the petitions and shared as much as I can on our social media um I mean, protesting, yeah, 100% would. If, you know, if all used girls was to go, right, come on, let's all go, I would. I would definitely do it, yeah. Um, I do get what Amy's saying, though. Mm. Um, I did say to Amy, maybe we should just have, a, like, a flash mob routine outside number 10. <laughs> she was up for that. <laughs> In really cute T-shirts and all our PPE. Yeah. Oh, how funny would that be? Oh, it would be hilarious. I'd, I'd love to do that, but it'd be so hard to get it together. I know, but I do feel like we need to do something more. Mm. I feel like we're sitting back and just letting them get away with it. And we, I feel like we need to go out and fight a bit more with it. Yeah, I know. I met. I I wrote to Caroline Noakes, you know, the MP who stands for female equality and um, is an MP as well. I'm not sure. Can't remember which area she's in, but she was sticking up for us in the in the House of yeah. Lords Commons, whatever. I can't. Yeah. Remember. I can never remember which one it is. Um, and um, 
And I wrote to her and said, are you still fighting for us? Because, you know, this is crazy. And she basically said, well, I'm struggling to work out how I can actually help you. But, you know. Really? Yeah, even she's like, she's like, she was struggling with it all. And she'd been on to various people trying to get answers. She can't get any answers. She's as dumbfounded as us. But anyway, I think if we just need to, I don't know. I don't know. I feel useless yeah i know i it's just such a you know there's just like no words Uh, all weekend i couldn't even put anything on my social media because i had physically no words i was just like i don't know the thing is we're all moaning to each other and you know kind of on social media we are putting words up there whoever you know some of us are but we're only just kind of preaching to the converted, aren't we? We're, we're, t- we're telling the wrong people those things. It, yeah. It's like in any other circumstance in our life, would we accept this treatment from somebody? Yeah. Would we? No, it is not okay. If we no. were treated by a friend like this, for instance, or, or anybody in any other situation. We wouldn't have it. We no. wouldn't have it. And yet we're just taking it. We're just expected to, there, there, there's a good girl. Yeah. We'll just piss all over you. (laughs) Sorry, that's not a very nice thing to say. But, um, you know, (laughs) and we're expected to take it. And we kind of are. Yeah. We don't know what else to do. No, me neither. And that's what, when Dion said about protesting, I will 100% do that. But, I mean, I don't know how you go about doing all these kind of things. I really don't know. And the thought of getting even a banner together with some slogan <laughs> on it, it's just like, I'm so demotivated. The thought of doing that, uh-huh. I can't even face it. I can I barely face getting getting dinner together. That's how I feel. Like, you know, people keep saying to me, oh, enjoy an, another couple of weeks off with your kids. I think, oh, I've had enough of them. <laughs> <laughs> For five months. <laughs> You'll never get this time back again, Nicola. Oh my God, no. Get me back to normal, please. <laughs> get back to school. Get me back to normal. Um, yeah, like, I have had enough. I have had enough. What happens if the schools don't go back because the oh. is going up? I can really see that happening at the moment. Oh, please, I don't know. What are we going to do? My daughter's year 11. This is a crucial year for her. She's yeah. go back. She's missed so much. They are our future. They are the future government, if you look at it. Some of our kids may yeah. well go into government. They could be the next prime minister. And yeah. what are we doing? We are eroding their future. Yeah, their education is... I do really, really worry for their education, it's, my like my eldest sack isn't too bad he's um i think he would go back and pick everything up straight away but rocco is going into year two and i know for a fact he's going to struggle i said to his dad the other day i feel like we're going to get have to get like a home tutor as well or something because yeah he's not going to go back into it very easily at all he's going to struggle and that does worry me He's gonna, oh, we're gonna, I'm going to really struggle doing the school, the school run, even though I will be skipping to the school run to drop them off. I'm going to really struggle doing that. 
because you're so used to doing what you want in the daytime now. Oh, 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 I know. It, it's just the whole situation is just ridiculous. And I, I just said to my friend today, do you think we're ever going to get back to the way life was before? Yeah. Because at the moment, I'm like, no, everyone's just oh. wearing their masks. Every, most people are compliant. Where are you on the mask debate? Oh, again, I'm just kind of going, going with the flow of it. Yeah. If he says we've got to wear a mask, then we've got to wear a mask. You know, uh, to be honest, we should have been wearing masks from the start. Yeah, if they're that important, yes, of course, there was the PPE shortage, so maybe they didn't want to draw attention to it. I don't know, but uh, what I don't like is how divisive it has become. You know, people are being abused at checkouts or in shops. People, are, people wearing masks are being abused by people that don't believe in the masks and people not wearing the masks are being abused by the what, mask wearers. Yeah. It's yeah. dividing us. And maybe, yeah. maybe this is part of the plan if you're going to be a conspiracist. I don't know. It's horrible, though, and how life has changed. You know, I actually felt chuffed the other day when somebody complimented me on my nice mask. How ridiculous! Ah. <laughs> I, did, I, I went into uh, the shops the other day to buy wine, obviously. <laughs> and... Um, Obviously, I had my mask on, and at the checkout, he said to me, "Can you pull your mask down, please?" And I thought, "Why? Why does he want to? Why does he want me to pull my mask down?" So I pulled it down. And he went, "Oh yeah, just checking to see if you look over 18. I thought, "Oh, lovely. I'll, I'll take that one." <laughs> <laughs> and then did he say, "Oh bloody hell, quick, put it back on yeah. again"? I thought, "Oh, I must look under 18 from here up." I took the mask down. He thought, "Oh no, she's definitely over 18." <laughs> and Nikki, that's without lashes. Yeah, no. definitely take that. I know. Don't know how with these saggy eyelids, but <laughs> they're on show with no lashes on. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, as, as always, it's lovely to talk to you. I have abandoned the bell because I think that that's just a bit unfair at the moment. You know, just breathing currently is, yeah. a, is an achievement to pat yourself on the back for because I know everyone is totally deflated and still licking their wounds so yeah I've abandoned the bell um yeah but it's been lovely to talk to you and just keep on keeping on it's all you can do and we yeah, stick together 100% as long as we've got each other yeah um, we're fingers crossed be okay Fingers crossed and I will catch up with you soon. Thank you for yeah. talking to me. You too, Joe. See you Bye. later. Bye. 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 Bye.